Thanks for stopping by to get your dose of growth with me today. Be sure to follow, like, subscribe to my TikTok and my Facebook channels um, at Dose of Growth with Brittany. Also, if you wish to become a supporter, make sure you click the link, the supporter link, and get signed up. All right, thanks. You've been needing to get that document notarized. Relax. Contact Presley Well Notaries and soon you'll be able to say it's done. Presley Well Notaries is a mobile notary service. That's right. Presley Well Notaries will come to you and notarize any document in the comfort of your home, office, or anywhere else you choose. Presley Well Notaries are licensed, bonded, and insured. They are also certified signing agents, qualified to close your real estate transactions as well. Scheduling an appointment is quick and super easy. Visit notarystl.com and choose the time slot that works best for you or call area code 314-441-5333. Presney Well Notaries. Relax. It's done. All right, y'all. So welcome back. Today um, will be a special one. I will be bringing in my 12-year-old daughter. Her name is Ariel and we are going to have us a Father's Day conversation. Now, happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Um all over the world. You are amazing. You are needed. And I'm sure your family, your children, they all appreciate you. So I wanted to talk about daddy issues because I find it kind of um, ironic how even for children who grow up in a two-parent household, they still um, desire to have a relationship with their fathers. Maybe... um, I'm probably talking more about daughters, girls than I am sons, because that's just where I relate to the most. But I'm sure that there, you know, that young boys and young men also have that same desire to have a close relationship with their father. So I'm sure like, okay, even with my situation with my my two girls, My husband lives in the household. He is always here. And I know I'm not the only one who, after a long day of mothering, (laughs) parenting, a long day of motherhood, have heard that cry out for, I want my daddy. Like, that is my eight-year-old's favorite line is, I want my daddy. And it doesn't matter if he is in the next room or if he is at the grocery store, or if he is outside cutting the grass, she always says, I want my daddy. She always cries, I want my daddy. And I find that so ironic because the yearn for wanting your father, it's, it's, it's kind of weird at the same time because you have your father. He's here. And I say that to say, you know, it doesn't matter if the father is out the house, in the house, if you have a traveling father who works out of the home and, you know, maybe in the service, may do something that requires him to be away from the house for weeks at a time or months at a time. It just doesn't matter. Children always desire to be close with their dads. And so I don't understand why as adult women, 
we have so many daddy issues when we have always had that desire to have a close relationship with our fathers. Now, me and my dad, we have um, a really good relationship. Now, it may have not always been great, you know, in my childhood years, but as an adult, I made it my business to, you know, let bygones be bygones or whatever the case may be and start clean, start fresh, start an adult relationship with my dad. We have a op- we have open conversations. Um, we talk about all type of stuff, okay? Like, we really do have an open relationship, and I really do appreciate that. And sometimes, you know, that's hard for kids to do. Like, it's hard to go and tell your dad, you know, about certain things or certain um, life situations that may feel embarrassing or anything. But as an adult, it feels really good to be able to go and have certain conversations with my dad. And I, you know, it's just my opinion, but I do feel like, you know, when young girls or young children have daddy issues, that it is the fault of the father. It is the fault of the father. And we just did um, an episode that's, you know, where I talked about you need to apologize to your children. And that's one of the big things that some kids, they don't even want an explanation. They just want a sincere apology to be able to move forward with their parents. And I say that to say um, that that is the job of the parents to make sure that they make things right with the child. That is not the child's responsibility. But I do believe that as you grow into adulthood, um, that that fault becomes your own. Because once you are above age and um, a young adult, it doesn't matter what age, once you have the ability to reach out or make things right with your parents, I believe that, you know, that it becomes the fault of self because what happens is we carry that baggage. We don't release it. We carry it. It, it, it is, um, it negatively affects our relationships with our partners, you know, with our husbands, our wives, our girlfriends, our boyfriends, whatever it might be. It negatively impacts those relationships. And we always talk about on this podcast how sometimes you have to go back and look at your childhood trauma. But once you become an adult, I believe that it is your responsibility to make things right, at least for yourself. And making things right with a parent in adulthood does not mean that you are responsible for any bad behavior. No, it means that you're clearing your own conscience. You are clearing your own heart and you will be able to move forward. So these are some things that happens, you know, when women experience daddy issues as an adult. They grow, They go through um, fear of abandonment, unhealthy bonds, lack of affection, love addiction, sex, sex addiction, um, secure or insecure attachment, and they have an ongoing need for understanding. And what I mean by on, ongoing need of understanding is as a child, you have so many questions. Why is my dad not available for me? Why? You know, where is my father? Why is he never here when 
when I need him. You have all of these questions as a child and you always want to have understanding, but the parents don't step up and take responsibility to help you understand. And so what happens when you grow older is you're always looking for a need to understand a situation. And what happens there is it keeps you in these bad relationships. It keep, it keeps you in these bad relationships. And as far as um, sex, sex addiction and love addiction and all of those things, we all know that when we lack something, we look for it in other areas. And what happens is we begin to find attention um, in our relationships or we begin to just have sexual intercourse with anybody because that's the only way we can get that attention. And then we eventually create those unhealthy bonds and we can't let them go. We can't let them go because this is all I have. I've never, you know, had attention. I've never had someone, um, an upstanding um, male in my life. So I'll just take anything. And the biggest thing is, you know, like that. And I, okay. So there has been many times where we have been in situations where like my children, where my husband may say, oh, I'll be back or I'm leaving. He could go anywhere. He could go literally to the corner store, to the gas station. And my child would scream and cry. I want my dad. Where did he go? As if he's not coming back. Right. And so it's that fear of abandonment by someone you truly love. And when you grow old, when you become an adult, you have that same fear of abandonment and you just accept anything. You accept anything from anybody because you are afraid of being alone. So we know what happens once we be once we stay in these damaging relationships for so long, we eventually become immune to the pain. We become immune to the pain and have that fear of um, being alone and that fear of abandonment that we just accept these relationships. And I heard someone say, I can't remember exactly how, but it takes, what, 30 days, 60 days, whatever it is to break a, break a bad habit. And that is the same thing when it comes to relationships. The brain begins to change as the person changes and once you change your patterns, your behaviors, your beliefs, with time of securing the attachment to a healthy one. So you have it takes time to change your patterns of behaviors. It takes time to change your beliefs. But once you do that, you can become secure with a healthy um, relationship. And with time, they will be able to trust that a reliable and consistent person and partner will be there for your time of distress. Now, I say all that because um, remember a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about how once that good relationship come by, we don't know how to even um, acknowledge it. We don't even know how to accept that this is a good relationship because we're so used to that negativity. We're so used to that narcissistic behavior from other people. We're so used to the abuse. And once we finally get someone who is looks like they got a good head on their shoulders, 
we don't even want to move forward because it looks it looks foreign. It looks foreign. It looks like, are you trying to play me? Are you, you know, a liar? Are you putting on a role to look like a good person? But you're really, we don't know how to accept um, good people when they finally do come along because we are immune to pain. And that is a problem. And like I said, all of this stems from bad relationships with our fathers or different daddy issues that we have not addressed. So a few signs of deeper, deeper daddy issues, which I've already talked about the sex, but one is um, we use sex for love. We know we don't love that person. And when you use sex for love and attention, it turns into sex addiction, I'm telling you. And you could, you just, you're going to have sex with anybody at, at whatever point. Um, we have these unhealthy attachments, no boundaries in our relationship. There's no boundaries. We date older men. We can't trust anyone. Um, and we might seek validation or approval to fill that father's role. Because as a child, we all know what we do. We want to we want to make our parents smile. We want to make our father smile. We want to know that we are doing the right thing in life, that we're making them happy. As a child, you know, you come home and say if you ace a test, you come home and the first person you show is your father. That's the first because you want to make them happy. You want them to be proud of you. And so we find that in relationships, we seek approval so that we could fill that role. Constantly seeking attention, which I, I named that earlier. And um, the one way that we can guarantee attention, again, is sexual attention. Another thing is that I find very. Um, so. A lot of fathers have a problem with showing their children affection. I see younger generations showing their children more affection than, you know, older generations. It was just something that we didn't do. We didn't hug. We didn't, you know, kiss. We did not. um whatever it is you might do, you know, with your father, your mother, your child, we just did not touch. And that is one thing that is really, really, I feel like it is really important because even with my children, I try to make sure I give them a hug every day. I try to make sure, you know, I, I give them a peck on the forehead or something of that sort, just so that they know that they can get that affection from me. They don't have to look for affection from other people. And the same thing with their dad. So why do we have so many daddy issues? Why? It is because we let this stuff trickle over into our adulthood life. We do not fix it. We do not um, nip stuff in the bud. Once we become adults, we just allow it to boil over and over and over into our relationships instead of sitting down doing some self-reflection, finding out why I can't be happy in any relationship. Why do I need and yearn for so much abuse or negativity? It is because of our relationships with our fathers. And like I said, yes, I do believe that the fathers hold some accountability with the child. 
But once you become an adult, your life is yours and how you make it. So it is your responsibility to cleanse your heart of all the things or trauma that you could have possibly went through as a child. It is your responsibility to go on a journey of healing for yourself. All right, y'all. So we are back with the one and only Miss Ariel Pike, my daughter, my oldest daughter. Um, I'm super excited. So Ariel, tell us, how old are you and what grade are you in? Um, I'm 12 years old and I'm in the seventh grade. The seventh grade. I'm getting old. So it looks like you just did your first year of middle school. How was that? Um, rough. <laughs> what was rough about it? Um, I think pro- probably because it was my first year of middle school and I was just learning the ropes. Learning the ropes. Okay, I get it. So what do you do on the weekends or what do you do for, um, you know, extra activities? What are you in? Do you dance? What do you do? Um, I do modeling, but I'm going back to dance maybe soon. So you used to dance? Yes. But right now you do modeling? Mm-hmm. You just want to do everything. She just want to chat. Look, yeah, she just wants to do everything. Anything that got something to do with mom and dad spending this money. All right, so let's hop into it. Y'all know we are discussing child-parent relationships and all like that and daddy issues. So, Ariel, tell us something positive about your dad. My dad considers others. He's very kind, loving, and super funny. And he, you think he funny? Yes. Are you kidding? He tells bad <laughs> jokes a lot. He tells bad jokes a lot. Okay. All right. Cool. So let me ask you this. Do you have um, many friends or family your age and your age range who live in a two-parent household? No. Really? So how do you think that makes them feel? Um, maybe that their household is incomplete, not waking up to a dad every day. They could also feel sad that maybe their parents didn't have a good relationship. And sometimes the kids can feel that it's their fault. Really? I think that's that's very interesting because I think some kids do feel like it's their, their fault when their parents don't work out or, you know, when they don't stay together. Because it's nothing like being able to see your parents you know, you're waking up to your dad every day. It's kind of, it's not the same when you only get to see your dad on the weekends or you only get to see your mom on the weekends. Like it's, it's just, it's not the same. I mean, it's just rough all the way around, like not having both parents in the house, but sometimes not having both parents in the house is the best thing for the child. So it just, you know, it kind of depends. All right, Ariel. So what is your relationship like with your dad? Tell us. Um, I'm I think we have an open relationship. Um, we can talk about anything. He does things for me, like take me shopping. We hang out a lot together <laughs> and um we joke around a lot. Okay, okay. You a little nervous, huh? Yeah, my baby is a little nervous. So she been asking to get on this podcast, y'all, for so long. Like, we even recorded a couple of podcasts. And, you know, we didn't, like, post them or anything. But we just recorded a couple episodes playing around when I first got started. 
and she been asking to get on here y'all and she is so nervous i wish y'all could see her y'all will see her eventually when i start doing the live um tapings of my episodes so eventually you know we're gonna get that worked out but i ain't finna ramble so you said that your dad is he he what what did you say about your relationship um, we have an open relationship. Um, I feel like we can talk about anything. Okay. And okay. he does things for me that he does not have to do. Okay. Okay. And y'all hang out and do stuff together. That's cool. That's cool. So, um, tell me this. How does my relationship with my dad, which is your granddad, you know, like when you see us, how does that affect you or, you know, what does that do for your relationship with your dad? Um, I think a good influence because when I see that, I think I want to have a relationship like that with my dad. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. But you know that my relationship with my dad, that's an adult relationship. I think it's different because you have a, right now you have a kid relationship with your dad, right? Yeah. So when you grow up, your relationship with your dad is going to change. And even now, with you being 12, preteen, you find yourself talking to your dad about stuff you didn't talk to him about when you were seven, right? Yeah. You bring concerns to him that now is within your age group. So when you get older, you know, relationships change. And it's best, you know, to just go with emotions and when you grow up you can still have a tight relationship with your dad i hope that you do all right so moving on what can kids your age do to contribute to have a positive child parent relationship with their fathers what can you do because we always like i like i said earlier y'all it is the responsibility of the parent to make things right with the child but once you become an adult, I believe that it is the child's responsibility to heal from all that stuff, heal from all that crap. But as a kid, Ariel, what can kids do to contribute to having that positive relationship with their dad? Tell us some few things that you got. Um, Honestly, I feel like they can include their parents more because mm-hmm. a lot of teenagers don't like to do things with their parents yeah um because they think it's embarrassing yeah they can talk to them more like talk to them about anything that is important to them like keeping an open dialogue okay 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 so everybody gotta do their part Mm -hmm. you know kids gotta open up kids gotta say stuff gotta do stuff just like the parents do it's a 50 50 relationship basically all right so this is my last question for you what can dads do to be better dads? And be honest, what can dads do? Because dads don't got it all. Dads don't, you know, have a manual on how to be a dad. They just learn day by day. So what can what do you think dads can do to be better? Um, Kind of just like the last question with the kids. I feel like they could um, keep an open relationship with their children talk to them about anything like with keeping an open dialogue mm-hmm. uh, want to see and do things with their children like hang out go to the mall go swimming um and that's pretty much it that's pretty much it yeah, yeah. i agree 
kids got to do something, dads got to do something. Dads have to be around. And, you know, like I said earlier, y'all, like some dads that are in their children's life, they still have that desire to just be attached to them. It's, it's It's a different kind of love. Like I was telling my friend the other day, like, girl, I cannot compete with dads. Like, I can't compete with dads. Like, kids usually want to come with, you know, come to my house or the kids always want to hang out with me. But when it comes to daddy, like, if dad say I'm taking you here, I'm doing this, I'm on my way, they will drop you like a bad habit. Trust me, they will drop you. It is so crazy. All the work that we do as mothers. But it ain't Mother's Day. It's Father's Day. So, you know, it's just, it's it's really, really ironic how kids really attract to their fathers and fathers some do an awesome job at you know those relationships and others have work to do but we all have work to do we all have work to do so a little recap we know that daddy issues cause childhood trauma and adulthood trauma and it is the responsibility of our fathers when we are children. But it is solely your responsibility as an adult to heal from anything that could be hindering you from having a good relationship. Anything that could be hindering you from feeling um, this fear of abandonment or feeling, you know, anything that might drive you to to seek attention in a sexual manner. Like there's so many things that we could talk about. Like we could really go on and on about this, but take some time out, self-reflect, you know, and just do yourself work. I say it every single time, do yourself work and um, it will benefit you. It really would. It would, it would benefit you. So that is it for today. Remember to follow and like Dose of Growth with Brittany P. And you can also visit my website at doseofgrowthbp.com. Doseofgrowthbp.com. Um, <clears throat> I love y'all and I am excited for what, you know, for where I am going with all of this. And I hope that You will stick with me, stay by me, and continue on this journey with me and continue on your journey of healing. So let's tell Ariel goodbye. So Ariel, thank you for joining us today, girl. You did good. I know you was nervous, but you did good. You had to come back and see us. (laughs) So tell my people bye. Bye. All right, y'all. Until next time.